A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. Sorry I've been missing for a couple of weeks. I spent the time I would have been working on this in a queue for the monkeypox vaccine. If you haven't already, I very strongly recommend getting the vaccine as soon as you can. Not just the gays, but everyone. It's not an STI, and it's certainly not a gay disease, because that's not a thing. And anyone who says otherwise doesn't understand disease, or gayness. And since anyone can catch it from a handshake, or from clothes, or even being next to someone on public transport, it is very much worth your time and effort to get the vaccine and avoid all the pain and suffering. If pain and suffering weren't enough of a motivator, it can also leave you covered in scars, including your pretty little face and that sexy bum of yours. So, go get it sorted. There's a link to a video in the show notes that a ridiculous hottie and my future ex-husband made, talking about the symptoms and how awful it is and all that kind of thing. If you're not convinced yet, go have a look at that. Speaking of watching things and going, oh wow, that's awful, Probably True is now on YouTube! I'm doing occasional wonky videos with silly animation sort of things on top. There's a link for that in the show notes, or you could just search Probably True Podcast on YouTube and it should come up. Share it with all your friends and don't forget to like and subscribe. Jesus fuck. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I was almost turned away from an LGBT venue the other day. That's how we're saying it now, by the way. Get with it. So anyway, I was almost turned away from an LGBT venue last week. And not because of any of the usual stupid reasons, like I keep flirting with the staff or I'm sticking podcast stickers all over the toilets, both of which are true, but still stupid reasons to turn me away. No. This time, as I tried to cross into that hallowed space, the bouncer grabbed me, actually physically touched me. Being touched by a bouncer was enough of a shock as it was. I wasn't expecting it. Why would I? Does he not know who I think I am? And he said, sorry mate, private party. Having worked in bars and stuff myself, I know this to be bouncer code for I don't want to let you in. The shock of being stopped must have kicked in some sort of adrenaline rush as my brain clicked into quick thinking mode and I said, but I'm meeting my boyfriend here? I don't have a boyfriend. I doubt you need me to tell you that. If you've listened to even a few of these episodes, you'll know how much of an emotionally broken, socially wonky masturbation addict I am. But he didn't know that, and I'm not above lying to get what I want. Incidentally, your hair looks lovely today. He looked me up and down, and I made sure to cock my hip a little, just to really up my gayness, and make sure that my homosexuality was on full view and being hammered home, hammering it home. I used to have that one on DVD. Anyway, hip cocked. He looked me up and down and said, Oh, sorry, mate. Thought you were straight. Go on in. This guy tried to turn me away because I didn't look gay enough. Not gay enough. Me. Someone whose lovemaking technique has disappointed more millennials than the final season of Game of Thrones. This isn't about me being crap in bed, though. This is about not looking gay enough. As if there's a correct way to look gay, and I've not been following it. Maybe I skipped a page in the handbook or something. And when I got in there, the bar was packed with straight woo girls anyway, so 
It's not like he was being equally as discerning to the female presenting clientele. Sorry, love, you've not shaved your head, you're not wearing Doc Martens, and you don't have a nose piercing. Evidently not a lesbian. Sling your hook. This was something I thought we, as a society, generally, had moved past. But no. I see more and more of this kind of thing. There was even a version on my gym's Instagram during Pride Month. Just like all businesses, they have to spend effort convincing us that they're on our side while taking our money and not doing anything that actually benefits the LGBT community. Their thing was to have one of their personal trainers do a video saying, Hey, I'm gay. I work for cheap gyms and they're great. I really feel at home. And fine, I guess. Good for him. Whatever. It was when he went on to say, Yeah, I like weightlifting, but I also love putting on heels and doing drag with my friends. And just... <sighs> None of that is or isn't gay. If you suck a dick, you won't find yourself suddenly saying, Shante, you stay. Even if you did, it'd be more like, oh, 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 oh. No, you just find yourself hoping he's going to come before your jaw gets cramped or someone walks past the bus stop. I've lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Lifting weights doesn't make you less gay. And being super camp and shouting yas doesn't make you more gay. Do people still say yas? I'm still young. Get off my lawn, you kids. I think one of the reasons this gets to me so much is that I spent a good chunk of my late teens and my early 20s trying to be gay enough. Trying to somehow make up for the fact that I wasn't skinny and well-dressed and hairless like all the good twinks should be. It's exhausting. It also never ends. If you, as an LGBT person, are worried that you're not LGBT enough, then you never will be. Incidentally, I'm going to keep saying LGBT until it catches on. I think this is resonating so much with me at the moment because I'm doing it to myself over being non-binary. Quite often, when I leave the house, I take a moment to check myself out in the mirror because, <laughs> can you blame me? And I do sometimes find myself thinking, do I look non-binary enough? As a non-binary person, am I doing all I can to represent the community? And what I mean by that is, I say I'm an NB, but I don't look it. I just look like a man. As if I need to be constantly dressed in a way that challenges gender norms, champions the queer community, and also shows off my fantastic body. And that's a lot of effort for when all I'm actually doing is going to the shop to buy some tea bags and a Twix. Don't get me wrong, it's fun to challenge gender norms when I'm in the mood for it. But not because that's what others expect of me, otherwise I'm not being a proper envy. I am not their performing monkey. This is not their circus. And all of this is really dangerous thinking, my loves. Because really, when you say, I don't look gay enough, or I don't look transgender enough, or I'm not non-binary enough, is, I don't look meh enough according to straight people. Because there's this idea of what that looks like, and there's no one like straight people for looking at a dog and saying that's not a dog because dogs don't look like that. The important thing to remember about straight people is that you owe them nothing. When these kind of things come around, all they're really saying is, oh, you're gay, prove it. What, you want me to suck your dick? No, I mean, you're gay, so you have to be camp and dress flamboyantly and drink cocktails, so do those things or you're not proper gay. No. Get fucked. I'll do whatever I want. I have nothing to prove to these people. And neither do you. My favourite, actually, was some breeder recently said to me, Oh, you don't look non-binary. And he didn't look like a dickhead. But there we were. 
there does seem to be a lot of this proper way of doing things floating around. There's a video that came up on my Instagram feed and it was like, three things gays do better than straights. And my first thoughts were sexually satisfying our partners, memes, dealing with all of the homophobia that's thrown at us daily. But according to this 20-year-old influencer, standing there and doing a little dance in his swimming trunks, the answers were style, fashion, and being the centre of attention. Yeah, voice of a generation, this guy. Gays are good at fashion. Personally, I am rarely ever seen wearing anything other than jeans and a t-shirt, and even then, only grudgingly, I would be at home in my pants if I could. And the pants I'm talking about are greying, with bits of food stuck on with jizz. It looks like a codpiece made from a really old Finder's crispy pancake. I honestly thought we were past this sort of thing, to be honest. It made sense 20 years ago, Christ I'm old, because there weren't any other role models. The best we could hope for was just like normal people, but into men instead of women. And fuck that, frankly. It is handy early on when you're learning all these things to have some sort of welcome, this is what our people do sort of thing as a basic foundation, but only as a starting point and not as a rigidly defined box that you have to fit into. Because often it's the ways that we don't fit in that are the most interesting and help us understand more about who we are and what we want and why those boxes are no good in the first place, especially when it's not us that gets to decide what those boxes are. Other people's boxes are of no interest to us. Unless you're a lesbian, in which case that might be something different. I don't know, I'm not a lesbian. Anyway, nowadays we have all these beautiful people transcending binaries, living full and authentic queer lives that don't align with the cishet world because we get to make our own rules and decide for ourselves what being LGBT means to us. Not just doing what we think we should do because the straights tell us that's what they expect. Think of all our queer ancestors who fought for visibility and for the world to make space for us. If all you want to do is be a boring middle-class straight couple but with two men, then you might as well call Dignitas now and get it over with. Wait, no, that wasn't my point. Never mind. Don't let other people decide if you are doing queer right. Another example, just the other day, a friend of mine who has recently started transitioning was having a bad day and finding her transition particularly hard. She wrote, I just want to be a pretty girl in what I can only assume is the digital equivalent of a glitter pen in her dream journal. And this really pissed me off, not just because no one uses glitter pens anymore, but because what she meant was she wished she looked like a pretty cis girl. Because society has hammered into us a bajillion times that there is a right and a wrong way to look like, behave like, to be a girl. Which is stupid and heartbreaking because she's gorgeous as she is. I do actually fancy her quite a bit. I would love to just disappoint her so hard. It's worth asking, whomst does it serve to say that this is how you do being gay right? And what is it that a proper lesbian looks like? Because it's not the people who are gay and lesbian. We know what it looks like, because it looks like us. Whatever we choose to look like is what it is. Again, no point looking at a dog and saying that's not a dog, because dogs don't look like that. And just to bring this back to me, because I am the main character in this universe, maybe I should write something on my mirror so that I'm reminded that I am, in fact, doing it right. The, the phrase I see on Twitter occasionally is, this is what non-binary looks like. And when I look in a mirror to check myself out, I must see what non-binary looks like, because I am non-binary. And therefore, how it looks is me. 
even when non-binary looks like I haven't showered for weeks and there's bits of Yorkshire pudding in my hair. I am saving them for later. That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. This is a promo for The Astrolic Explains. A podcast where I, Chris, a non-scientist, ask astronomy questions. And I, Alfredo, as the astroholic, try my best to answer them. So, Doctor, what are black holes? Why is Pluto not a planet? What's up with the sun's poles? Why does Jupiter want us dead? Is Betelgeuse going supernova? How is the universe going to end? Can we hitch a ride on an asteroid? Is there Chris, life- this is a 30-second promo. You can find The Astroholic Explains on all your favourite apps or follow at The Astroholic on all social media. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.